in addition to the condition of the world, which we covered in our last episode, those versed in earlier scriptures knew full well that God soon would send a prophet. Where he would send him and how to recognize him. That's why so many of them in the time of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, even those of them who were driven by tribalism to claim that his ministry didn't apply to them and it applied only to the Arabs, they felt compelled. They had no choice but to say, he must be a prophet. There really is no other explanation. In later times, historian Thomas Carlyle, while speaking on Muhammad, argued that if this man truly was a prophet, it would be clear to all, and it was. He is saying if an imposter mason would try to build a brick house, it would clearly be a pile of rubbish. And so how does a person build a global religion just faking it? Carlyle definitely was not Muslim, but he was arguing the fact that an average person would be able to tell an imposter, a fraud at first glance. So we add to that, how about the fact when the experts themselves were able to confirm it. That's why the Quran tells us that Allah, Almighty God has said, is it not enough of a sign that the scholars of the Israelites know that He is true? Even in today's Bible, which has gone through so many revisions and translations, still there is so much in there that when read together, suggests so clearly that it must be speaking about Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. In the book of Genesis, for example, God promised to make for Abraham out of the son of the bondwoman a great nation. So he promised that out of the progeny of Ishmael, the son of Abraham and Hagar would be a great nation. So number one, who is this great nation? Only the Arabs historically have ever traced their lineage as a people back to Ishmael in a way that could be proven. Number two, who can be called a great nation in biblical terms except a nation of monotheists, people that believe in the one true God. So they are a great nation that sprouted in great in number and then became great actually after the Prophet Muhammad cleared them of the idolatry and the pagan worship that had corrupted their pure creed. Thirdly, as also discussed in the Bible until today, there is the well that Hagar was granted. This is the well of Zamzam. If you want to see a blessing, if you want to realize that this place is special, this is an underground source of water that have existed for thousands of years now. 10 million people today visit every single year that city in Mecca at that well and take gallons home with them all the time and it has yet to dry up. And then the servant of Isaiah who will bring justice to the Gentiles with an army of 10,000 strong, where? In the villages where Kedar lives. Kedar in the Bible is one of the sons of Ishmael. Who will bring justice to the nations? Jesus, peace be upon him, did not bring justice to the nations and his noble disciples were martyred for God's sake for holding on to their values. Moses, peace be upon him, did not bring justice to the nations, rather he died according to the Bible off in the wilderness in frustration of the rebellion of his people. It was only the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, who ultimately at the end of his life marched to Mecca, the city where Kedar lived, with an army of 10,000 and restored God's unity in the area. 
And then we consult the book of John when John himself was asked by the priests and the Levites, who are you? They asked him, are you Christ? He said, no. Elias? He said, no. That prophet? He said, no. So who is not John, not Elias, another prophet, not Christ, and can be referred to as that prophet, the prophet, as if it was awaited by all, common knowledge, didn't even need to be spelled out by name. And that prophet is discussed in Deuteronomy with regards to where he would come from. God said, I will raise up for them a prophet from their brethren, the Ishmaelite brethren of the children of Israel, that will be like you, like Moses, and he will speak the words that I put in his mouth, which is expressly stated in the Quran, by the way, that he does not utter a word, the Prophet Muhammad, on his own desire, on his own accord. It is divine inspiration only that he speaks. And finally, the Bible accounts for the words of Jesus where he said, peace be upon him, that I must go away or else the Comforter will not come. And there's many things I need to tell you, but he will make clear to you all truths and he will speak to you about things that come. And so who must go away so that the Comforter will come? Who is the Comforter? Jesus, peace be upon him, needs to go away so that someone else will come, which cannot be the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit was with Jesus peace be upon him at all times. And who is the one that made clear all truths, did not do away with the laws and reduce a religion to grace, but instead taught people definitive guidance for every aspect of their lives? And who is the one that accurately foretold time and time again with specific detail about the events of the future, all facets that only converge in the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him's life, as we will see in the coming episodes. Insha'Allah, God willing.